Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart. Good morning, everyone. Afternoon or evening, depending on what time zone you are listening to me from or what country you are listening from. To all my friends in Singapore, um, happy evening. It's uh, almost the end of the day for you guys. And today is also an extra special day. It is International Podcasters Day. So for those of you who are listening to this show on podcast, thank you, thank you, thank you for keeping us on What's Hot on iTunes for over 12 weeks now. Thank you so much. Um, Love, love, love that you're talking about it. Tweet out to at the Laura Stewart and to all your friends the name of the show it's all about the questions and let us know what you think and how our show is making a difference for you every time you listen to it I love the fact that I get to introduce you to some of my favorite people on the planet and um, and I love that you suggest people that I should interview as well there's so many amazing people out there that have such great stories and there is um, my guest today is another person who has an amazing story. He's so much fun, and you know we're talking on the phone just before the show is going. And he goes, "Hey Laura, I'm sending you a hug, and then I love you." And you know it's amazing how much just somebody saying to you, "I'm sending you a hug, and I love you," really can totally shift your mood. And I thank you, thank you, thank you. So I want everybody today, when you're listening to this, to just reach out, call somebody, and say. I'm giving you a hug, excuse me, and I love you, and see what happens for them, because it certainly shifted me today, and I so needed it. So my guest today is Barry Laub. He's a number one best-selling author. He's also an international best-selling author. He's a president of Infinite Resources, Inc., a consulting, training, and coaching company, and he is known for transforming businesses, careers, and lives. He is a highly sought-after and engaging speaker. A recent client testimonial he got described Barry as having a real gift for helping his clients work on the key intangibles that benefit them professionally and personally. He possesses a master's degree in guidance and counseling and special education. He worked in New York City for the New York City Board of Education. After he left that, which is amazing to me that considering the career he had and the lives he impacted, he left education. He received education recognition as a top producing financial planner, especially in helping families that have members with special needs. And, you know, I've known a lot of people who have children who have special needs or older family members, and this is really something so critical. And he's one of those guys that you really need to get to know at such a deep level because there are so many levels to Barry and I love this about him. We've known each other for several years and yet uh, about a year ago we reconnected and it's like, oh my God, Barry. It's like we just started seeing each other in a completely different light. His wife is one of the loveliest people I know and you know we've reconnected at a deeper level. I want to share him with you because there is so much that he has lived and learned that he can share with you today. So we're just going to be talking to Barry Laub about some amazing stuff he's doing. So please welcome Barry to my show. Well, hello. (laughs) Thank you for that wonderful introduction, Laura, and hello, everybody who's listening. Um, uh, My passion is making a difference in people's lives. Um, I do that regularly, and I'm hoping that uh, today is a gift to you 
and anybody you share it with. So that's my intention for today. Well, I'm all for that because you've already shifted me today. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Barry, you know, you've had this really sort of, um, I don't know how to describe your background. You know, you were in education. You're still in education in a lot of ways. Well, it's I just would describe shifted. my background as being an eclectic evolution which has brought me to who I am and where I am today. Every one of my experiences in life, uh, even from being a little baby, has contributed and given me the tools and assets that allow me to, to, to just impact so many people. And not everything in my life was pretty, but they were all assets because adversity is what delivers opportunity. And, you know, I, I can't speak highly enough about that. And I don't mean to be a Pollyanna because I'm far from that. I'm truly a realist. I just, people say, are you always positive? And I go, well, I can't say always, but I see myself as a beacon and a role model for others. And just like I did when I spoke to you at the opening this morning, I put a smile on your face, I changed your energy, and now you're more receptive to any difference that I can help make with you. Absolutely, and, and I'm normally known for doing that for other people, but yet you recognize just when we were chatting that I just need a little extra lift. And that, that's a gift. How do you believe that your life experiences brought you to who you are today? I mean, was there any okay. one question or any one specific moment that you had this aha and went, this is what I'm meant to be doing? Wow. You see, would you like me to just very, very briefly share my background? I would love that. Okay. Um, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. I was born in Brooklyn. <laughs> many great people, Laura, yes. started in Brooklyn. And my dad was a cashier in a supermarket. To say we had nothing is an understatement. My dad was a very bright person. However, the frustration of his life caused him to mistreat me, beat me, abuse me, and I was miserable. I was so unhappy. By the time I turned the age of 13, all my messages were, you were nothing, you'll never amount to anything, and you're worthless. I never heard the word love in my entire growing up. And I contemplated suicide at the age of 13. And I took a deck of cards and I said, if, it turned, if it's red, I kill myself. If it's black, I guess I have to figure this out. Well, the universe decided that it was important for me to figure it out. And that started me on the path to introspection. 
because I couldn't believe that any one person could be as bad as I was being treated. And it led me to go into education because I wanted to reach young people at a very, very foundational level so that I could help them. And I started in an inner city school where these were really troubled kids. And I started teaching third grade and then fourth grade. And what I realized was that I was very effective. I was making a difference. And these kids needed special attention. Long story short, I went into the principal's office at the end of the school year one year. This was 1972. And I proposed that I work with his most difficult third and fourth graders in the morning, 10 most difficult fifth and sixth graders in the afternoon. He looked at me and he goes, why would you do that? I said, I'm going to get them anyway. Well, it was an outrageous success, which he was taking credit for, but I could care less. The following year, the first federal education mandate was passed by the federal government, obviously. The New York City Board of Education gave me a call. Headquarters gave me a call and said, Barry, you know that program that you developed? I said, sure. He said, they said, do you believe that you can duplicate that throughout the city? I said, sure. Here I was, 23 years old. Now, you've got to know something about me, and you do. I'm all of five foot two inches. And I had long hair and a beard at that time. Oh, my God. I have to see a picture of that. <laughs> oh, that would, be, that would be awesome. Yes, I'll share that with you. And so I went around starting schools, training principals, training teachers. And it was a gas. And I did that for 15 years. I, I worked in lockups. I worked in uh, psychiatric centers. I developed methodologies, and I was one of those people who was responsible for the first construction of IEPs. Anyone who knows anything about um, special education would be familiar with that. And I reached a point where I said, there's no further that I can go. What am I going to do? I'm getting bored. I'm always somebody that has to make things happen. So I took a sabbatical. I went into financial planning, which I knew nothing about, and started helping contractors, government contractors who did public work, compete on an equal playing field with their union counterparts. And then I became known nationally by the Federal Department of Labor as being somebody who was making a difference. Well, it took the New York State Department of Labor 10 years to put me out of business because they're run by the unions. And... I said, what do I do now? People said to me, Barry, you've got to find something where you're solving problems for people. You come up with the most amazing solutions. You see things that other people don't see. You, you, you need to find a field that does that. So I said, how am I going to do that? Well, somebody said, have you heard of coaching? I said, coaching? No, what is that? Okay, and we're going to talk more about that when we come back from the commercial break. But I have one thing I'd like you to uh, say. Just what is one question you want people to be thinking about during the break? 
Okay. What is the guiding force that drives me right now? Okay. So everybody, ask yourself, what is the guiding force that drives you right now? And we'll be right back after the commercial break. At ServPro of Vero Beach, no job is too big and no question is too small. So when fire, water, or mold damage strikes your home or business, call on ServPro of Vero Beach at 772-770-0501. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things that matter the most are on the line, make sure ServPro of Vero Beach is too by calling 770-0501. That's ServPro of Vero Beach, helping make fire, water, and mold damage like it never happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. Do you like Cajun food? Well, Cajun Cove is opening soon at 89 Royal Palm Point. Authentic Louisiana cuisine. Jambalaya, a duvet, po' boy, oh boy, po' boy, Cajun fried chicken, Cajun catfish, breakfast, lunch, dinner, VIP drinks. You're going to love this place. Opening soon. It's not open yet, but opening soon. Authentic Louisiana cuisine. Cajun Cove, 89 Royal Palm Point, right next to the offices of Vero's Voice. Ooh, I can hardly wait. Today's broadcast being brought to you by Route 60 Hyundai. You'll get a great deal at Route 60 Hyundai before and after the sale. Hey, test drive the brand new Santa Fe. I have one. The skylight is all the way to the back, including the back passengers. It's fantastic. Heated seats, yep. And air conditioned seats. Test drive the brand new Santa Fe at Route 60 Hyundai today. When you pay too much for your stuff, you get frustrated. When you get frustrated, you eat junk food and watch reality TV. When you eat junk food and watch reality TV, your clothes don't fit and your friends stop calling. When your clothes don't fit and your friends stop calling, you get depressed, adopt 27 cats, and paint your house plaid. When you adopt 27 cats and paint your house plaid, your neighbors report you to the authorities. Don't get in trouble with the authorities. Shop at the Habitat Home Center Restore, where you can get all sorts of stuff for great prices. You can also donate your stuff, and we'll pick it up for free and give you tax credit documents. So you can shop, donate, or volunteer at the friendly, bargain-filled Indian River Habitat Home Center Restore, located on US-1 North in Vero Beach, just past 45th Street Eastside. Phone us at 772-257-0222. 772-257-0222. Habitat Home Center Restore is a not-for-profit. Success comes from not only what you know, but also who you know. Welcome back to It's All About the Questions with award-winning author Laura Stewart. So, Barry, during the commercial break, we were chatting a little bit about, you know, your background. You have uh, you were talking even before the break about how you got to where you are today and the whole coaching idea. Listening to your background, you know, and, and like I said, I've known you, so I know a lot of these things, but hearing it, in the order in which you were talking about it, there are some common threads to what you've learned and what you've taught. What would you say is one of the main sort of constancies that you've learned that you've been able to help a lot of people with? You may be surprised at the answer, 
because the answer is your brilliance. The answer is what you named your show. It's all about the questions. You see, I've learned over time that if you tell somebody something, they're going to resist and debate you. If you ask somebody a question, they seriously think about getting an answer. And it doesn't become disagreeable. So my question to your audience is really simple. Do you feel fulfilled? Are you living your life with purpose? Do you know what your purpose is? Do you know how to find your purpose? If it was all over today, would you say, wow, I lived my life on my terms in the way that I wanted to, and I've made an impact on so many others. If you can answer yes to that, then you are doing great. If you can't answer yes to that, this is where I can support you and help you with some of the discoveries that I've made in working with people for over 45 years. Okay, so let's talk about one of those discoveries. The major one that I have brought and trademarked is called POP. P-O-P. The acronym POP stands for Purpose, Objective, Plan. Now, that P for plan really is the delivery or execution of what you've come to with your purpose and objective. I have found that most people don't truly understand the difference between purpose and objective. They confuse it all the time. I have determined that purpose is the activities that you're currently involved in and believe that that's what's required in the moment. Okay, wait. Say that one more time. Most people look at purpose as what they're doing in the present moment, as what they believe is required for them to carry out or be involved in or even understand their intention. You know, Laura, I also had a radio show at one time, and that radio show was called Whose Life Are You Living? And the reason for that is because so many people give you advice. Your parents, your teachers, your spouse, your significant other, your children even. The reality is, who are you? Are you living what they're telling you? Or are you living a life of purpose and passion that's about you, that jazzes you, that gets you excited? So, a lot of the decisions people make are from the shoulds. I should do this. I should do that. And that's why people get confused. And I've tied in objective to that because if the purpose doesn't have a long-term overriding objective, then you're missing the mark. All you're doing is existing and going through the motions. 
And the objective is the long-term purpose, if you will. The objective is what you want to be remembered for. The objective is the mark you want to make. And the way I'm able to do that with people is say, what do you want people to say about you when it's all over? How do you want your eulogy to sound? So this is uh, a perspective shift compared to how a lot of other um, coaches, gurus, authors, and stuff out there have described purpose. You, mm-hmm. you describe it differently. You're Absolutely. using objective as more of that overwhelming, here's what I'm meant to be doing with my life, here's what I want my legacy to be, is more the objective, right. and the purpose for you is more um, current. Exactly, okay. because if the purpose you're involved in is not in sync with the objective... You're missing the mark. Yeah, you're going to hit a target. Anyone can hit a target, but if it's the wrong target, it's done you no good. And that's the problem with just looking at purpose. Interesting. It, 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 my brain's trying to figure out the whole, well, but John Maxwell and all these other people say, you must know your purpose. Your purpose is what drives you, and you're saying your objective is what drives you. Yes, because, again... One's purpose gets confused by all the bombardment of what everyone has told you. So is it your purpose that you're following and being a good girl or being a good boy and meeting other people's expectations? Or are you truly living a life that you were intended to through your own intention, through your own vibrational energy, through your own path? that really you're passionate about. You see, often somebody's purpose, they're not passionate enough. And that's a problem. So understanding your objective helps you set your purpose for the immediacy. And then what, yes. hap- then what happens next? Okay, I'm going to give a very simple example to help Great. people understand. You've been on a cruise ship. Unfortunately, there's a problem with the ship. So they send everybody out on lifeboats. And you've been at, at, at sea for like a couple of days now, and you're kind of concerned. And if I was to ask you, what are you looking for right now? What is your, your purpose right now? You're on this life raft. Almost everybody says, I need to get to land. I need to live. I need to survive. All of that. Right. Okay. Okay. Got it. However, you do get to land, and you're ecstatic about it. Unfortunately, this land is inhabited by ferocious animals and cannibals. You got your your, your wish. You fulfilled your purpose. But the objective was to get to safety. Well, no, the objective was to get to land. You weren't, they weren't very clear, were they? No, the purpose, <laughs> they were saying. Oh, right, the purpose was to get to land. But the true objective. So what we need to do is align that purpose with the objective. So what I teach is in-depth questioning. 
My favorite thing in the whole the world. <laughs> exactly. So it's through this in-depth questioning and the power of understanding how to ask the right questions that delivers you to the promised land. Okay, so Pop, um, you've given us purpose and objective. Exactly. So if, going back to that example, if I knew that my objective was safety, I'd be saying, okay. Okay, and we're going we're gonna to tease everybody. We'll be back after the news break <laughs> with what that last part is. Okay. All right, everybody, we'll be back right after the commercial break. And thanks to the Patricia Knoll for tweeting out about the show this morning.
Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart. We are here with my dear friend, Barry Laub, from, um, who's calling in from Long Island, New York, the Isle of Long, place I've spent so many, so much of my life. I, Barry, do you know I went to college on Long Island? I know you were here. Did, did you go to Hofstra or? I, I worked at a bar called McKeeves Depot down the street from Hofstra. Wow. My dorms were just down the street from there, but I went to New York Institute of Technology. In, ah, in my Western. son went there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'm, a, I'm a New York techer. All right. Yeah, I have technical degrees. <laughs> you yeah. know, a degree in computer science and technical writing. So I was well, I, I, I went to Queens College undergrad, and grad I did all my work at, LA, at Post. Here's something that I don't think I've ever broadcast on this show. Um, not something I would have ever thought I would have done, but I got convinced when I was in college because I was a sports information director mm. in college, and it paid for the other half of my scholarship, which was great. I got to travel around the country with a Division One ECAC baseball team and do statistics. And I, I for- didn't know this about you, and oh, you yeah. didn't know that I was a jock. Perfect. <laughs> so the the guys in the athletic department um, convinced me to run for homecoming queen. Well, so not anything. Well, I would ever put myself through. At least I thought, and I didn't. I was runner up. I was first runner up homecoming queen. And, you know, it's in an engineering school, so it's all kind of funny, but they had a whole secretarial (laughs) science program and and all that other stuff. We used to joke that there was a Mrs. degree at the school. Um, But, yeah, it's so funny, the the stories, you know, and uh, never would have thought that I would have ever stood up as, like, running for a beauty queen or anything like that. And what's even more amazing is the hatred that gets spewed if you're Uh not, like, the perfect look. That's right. Or, you know, whatever it may be. And and I stuck it out, and I couldn't believe it when I was first runner-up. I'm like, wow, this is kind of cool, but so not me. (laughs) All right, so we were talking about POP, this wonderful thing you're doing, purpose, objective, and the the last part is plan. And I want to talk about that. But during the break, I was really struggling because of the languaging shift. So let's talk about the last part plan, and then I really want to talk about this languaging shift that you're you're asking us to consider. Mm-hmm. Well, once we've dived in enough and we realize how to get our purpose in sync with our objective, it becomes easier. And this is where it changes the whole uh, concept of goal setting. It makes it easier to put a strategy into place to achieve. And now it doesn't matter if you call it purpose or objective because they're aligned. They become the same. They morph. But that doesn't happen until you synchronize the two of them and align the two of them. Now, again, what I'm saying right now is a crash course. I mean... It's much more involved. And when I'm working with people, it takes them time. And over time, they get better and better and better at it. And they'll typically look at me and say, 
oh, when I was doing it, this is what you would have asked, and this is what you would have said. And now I understand that I have to have the two aligned so that the plan that I put together accomplishes purpose and objective. And that's what plan is. It's the accomplishment of what those two are. I like that. That's All right, so you've got your purpose, you've got your objective, you've got your plan. Alignment is a huge part of it. And yes. I'm a huge fan of alignment. We've had a number of guests on the show, including Marlene Chisholm, talking about alignment, internal and external alignment. Mm-hmm. Languaging really seems to be a common thread amongst a lot of the shows I have. But in this particular case, with what you're talking about, your languaging is very, very different. Mm-hmm. Why? Okay. I know I, there's a purpose here. <laughs> yeah, there is. And the language that I have learned to deliver is in alignment, you ready for this? Vibrational energy. When I speak to somebody, before I'm even listening to the words, I'm listening to their vibrational energy. Because your vibrational energy is going to dictate your mindset in the moment and therefore dictate the language you're going to use. And when that's happening, I can hear how confident you are, how self-assured you are, how much of a leader you are, how insecure you are. So when I hear a hedge word, and people do it all the time and don't even know it, yeah, I think I'll try that. There's no such thing. Try to lift your hand. There's no act of trying. You either do or you don't. That sounds like Yoda. <laughs> it, but it's true. You know, what's so funny is we look at things like a Yoda. We look at things like other TV shows and movies. What we fail to appreciate is there is a more basic message that's being delivered. You know, unfortunately... Yogi Berra just passed away. Oh, I was so sad when that happened. My oh. first job offer out of oh. college was by George Steinbrenner to work for oh. the Yankees. Wow. Well, I, 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 I'd love to discuss that, but I'm going to run out of time. <laughs> Yogi was almost considered by some to be like a buffoon with his yogiisms. Oh, no, he's such a philosopher. But every single yogiism was brilliant. It was correct. It was accurate. I mean, what I loved was, you know, nobody goes to that restaurant anymore because uh, it's too crowded. (laughs) Well, think about that. Have you ever stopped going someplace because it's just not where you want to be? Yeah, absolutely. And yet, you can't say nobody goes there anymore. But what he's really saying is, my people, my family, my... So underlying messages and underlying yogiisms and underlying Yoda is truth. And that's why the language is so important. So when somebody says, kind of, sort of, I got a brain.
break that. I've got to implode that because that is their mindset. That's their belief at the moment, and that is impacting their results. That is impacting everything that happens around them, be it at work or whatever. Also, you hear employers go, I can't get good help. It's so hard to find good employees. Nonsense. It's absolutely nonsense because nobody wants to fail. People want to succeed. The problem is the communication, the clarification of the communication, and the training. And I went through it very fast because it it, it drives me up the wall, and that's what's really necessary. I have to be able to speak to you on your terms so you understand. And if I ask you, do you understand, it's the worst question in the world because you don't want to appear stupid. Okay, so how does somebody begin to work on their languaging? Um, I have to make you very self-conscious. Okay. The more self-conscious I make you, the more I strip you of your, 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 your regular behaviors till you get to the point where I go, Barry, I, I don't even know how to talk anymore. I don't even know what to... I go, thank you. Because now we can tie in purpose and objective with the words that you use. We can tie in the questions that you ask. We can tie in... Think about this for a second. You're in school. The teacher wants everybody sitting with their hands folded. It's counterintuitive to what kids do. And who are they doing it for, for the kid or for them? Are you there to teach them, or are you there to survive the day each day? Are you there as an educator or someone collecting a paycheck? All right, well, say somebody doesn't have access to you. Right. Well, What's, I've written the book, The Mind Stretch. Right, which I which I have read. Okay, I have the chapter of the Expert Success Solution. I am currently producing, and I'll mention, I'll give him a shout out. Our good friend Roberto Candelaria. Love Roberto. He and I are working together right now, developing a project. And I did send you one of the audios, and I hope that you heard that. I listened to it in preparation for our interview. Very good. And I'm developing modules around this topic that will continue almost like an advanced degree. Because as one goes up the ladder, you hit a new phase, and it requires new questioning, new languaging, new purposing. So do they go to your website if they want to get some resources? We are not quite at that point yet. Okay. We're very, very close. And they can go to my website, barrylaub.com. L-A-U-B, everybody. B-A-R-R-Y-L-A-U-B.com. And they will hear or see what we're talking about, but they need the tools and examples and trainings in order to really appreciate it. And if they can't work with me, I get that. So we need to develop um, mastermind groups. We need to develop accountability partners. We need to create buddies for people so that a trust can develop. And we know, especially like, you know, the book, The Four Agreements, don't take anything personally because it's not about you. It's about them. And if we get people working together, 
in everybody else's best interest. I know this is idyllic, and it's rose-colored glasses, but I truly believe and have touched enough people that people are paying it forward to others and making others better. So if I can certify and train people in this methodology, my reach becomes that much greater, and that's what I'm working on. Okay. So we're, we're about to go into commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> it goes so fast. Um, I, w- I want to talk more about this in the last segment. Going okay. into the break, what is one thing that people should be paying attention to in the way they're speaking so they can begin to create an awareness? One well, thing. I like the question. However, it's actually easier to pay attention to other people's language. Okay. So if you start listening to other people and see the words they're using and realize you're doing the same thing, now we have a starting point. Okay. Give me a couple of words people should be looking out for. Okay. Other try, than try, right? Okay. Kinda. Sorta. Going to. Um. Um. Uh, and I think this looks right. Words that don't demonstrate complete commitment and demonstrate that you're not all in. Perfect. Okay, so everybody, I want you to start thinking about those words and how often you're using them or somebody you care about is using them. Gain awareness. We'll be right back with more from Barry Laub. We all have that moment of clarity when we realize we have got to clear out the garage or attic or finally start that bit of remodeling. Well, the Habitat Home Center Restore can help with that. You can donate your unwanted but still useful stuff. Just bring it to us or we'll come and pick it up. When you're shopping for other stuff, be sure to check out the Home Center Restore first. You might just find the perfect sofa or perhaps some lovely cabinetry. It's always exciting hunting for treasure at the Home Center Restore, and the prices are great. So put the Home Center on your must-do list to donate and to shop. And remember, when you shop or donate, you help Habitat provide simple, decent homes for families in need right here in Indian River County. For your convenience, we're now open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. We're on US 1 in Vero Beach, just north of 45th Street, East Side, or call 257-0222. Habitat Home Center is a not-for-profit. Hi, this is Pat Cannon from CJ Cannons, where we have the best prime rib in town. We are open from 7 to 9, Monday through Saturday, and Sunday from 7 to 2. We have happy hour all day and night with live entertainment on Friday from 5.30 till 9. We also have banquet rooms that seat from 20 to 80. So book your parties now, 567-7727. We are located at the Vero Beach Airport where the only thing we overlook is the runway. Did you know that Indian River Walk-In Clinic was voted Indian River County's favorite urgent care two years in a row by readers of the Hometown News? and Vero's Voice magazine. Well, it's true. Indian River Walk-In Clinic is the best urgent care walk-in clinic in the county. Why? Because in surveys, 95% of our patients say they were happy with their last visit. Here's what some of them had to say about Indian River Walk-In Clinic. 
My experience at your facility was better than I have ever had at a walk-in clinic. Great service and treatment with good results. I was very satisfied and have told several friends. Staff and doctor were awesome. It's official. Dr. Elman, Dr. Carrera, Todd, Abaco, Rebecca, and Indian River Walking Clinic's friendly, attentive medical staff are Vero's favorites. Visit them, and you'll see why. Indian River Walking Clinic, Miracle Mile Plaza, open seven days a week. They'll make you feel better. Success comes from not only what you know, but also who you know. Welcome back to It's All About the Questions with award-winning author Laura Stewart. You know, I so love Twitter, and those of you who tweet out things that you're listening to the show and getting, and Patricia Nolly, you just grabbed another one that actually Barry and I were talking about during the break. Languaging matters and makes a difference. Thank you at the Patricia Knoll. If you want to tweet with us, you can find us at, at the Laura Stewart, and Barry is at Barry Laub. Um, Barry, why is this stuff not being taught in schools? I mean, you and I both coach, we we mentor people, we speak on stages, and we shift things, right? And I still don't get it. And you were an educator. Well, Other than that everybody teaches to the test nowadays, why is this stuff not being taught well, in schools? Well, bingo, you just hit it. Education appears to be education. It's not. It's a business. It's all about the money, and the way the money gets justified is through testing, and this topic is so personal that it requires one-on-one or requires small groups. Most people have not been exposed to this because the teachers aren't even familiar with it. Imagine if the teachers understood this. It, w- it, w- it would be glorious. That school systems are not the environment to deliver this. It does too much questioning. It creates too many challenges. It will create too many problems for the people who, who deliver. You know, imagine if somebody said, why is this the curriculum that you're teaching me? Just be quiet and, and sit there and learn it. But why? You see, why is a very powerful question. It's my like favorite. Start with why. <laughs> yeah, why? And when you ask why enough times, it strips you bare, and you have to look and go, I really can't answer that. That's, again, the starting point. But schools don't have the patience for that. They have to fulfill state and federal requirements. Pop is not a requirement. Languaging is not a requirement. Business is not a requirement. Things that are useful in day-to-day living aren't taught in school. When I was in school, both um, grade school, and then I was very fortunate my parents were able to send me to the Ursuline School in New Rochelle. Mm. So I was taught by Ursuline nuns, and then there were Jesuit priests Mm. that were involved. And I happen to think Jesuit priests are the most amazing, amazing questioners. 
that I've ever met in my entire life. Well, you've got Pope Francis, don't you? Oh, I just I just love Jesuits because they ask questions, you know, yes. and, and they challenge the status quo. And that's what I was raised in was questioning. So, well, that's why you and I communicate so well together. So where can somebody, um, you know, and I know that they can reach out to you. Tell them how they can find you, Barry. Well, um, I'm on Facebook, but if you want to email me, email Barry at BarryLaub.com, and I'll do the best to get back to you. Um, as I said, there's going to be more and more coming out in the very, very near future of programs that I hope will not require me to be with you. And I'm hoping that I can be setting up groups and creating success for you. Um, this is a challenge for me. When I wrote the first book that I wrote, The Mind Stretch, the only reason I wrote it is because my clients were saying to me that I'm the most selfish person in the world because I'm not sharing what I'm doing with them with the rest of the world. That, my intention was not to write a book, but I didn't... I, I, you know, a kid from Brooklyn... I didn't view myself the way everybody else views me. They're seeing this five foot two guy who was told he'd never amount to anything as a brilliant, powerful person who's changing lives. And I think I got it finally a few years ago. And I got it when I had spent some time with Jack Hanfield. And I realized, you know something? I'm not taking care of people well enough because I'm not considering myself highly enough. And that was the change. Oh, that say, the say that one more time. You're not okay. taking care of yourself. I'm part. not taking care of myself well enough because I'm not thinking highly enough of myself, and therefore I'm not giving people the advantages of what I have. Okay, and, that, my, and, and my wisdom and my brilliance. That's just sending chills down my entire body. Whoever is listening out there, that, that was meant for you. If, if you're not thinking highly enough about yourself, um, then why should anybody pay attention to you? And you're never going to achieve your objectives. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. That, it, oh, it's so good. Say it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to say it again? I'm serious. Say it okay. one more time. Okay. If you're not seeing yourself positively enough with your wisdom and skills that you have to offer, you're cheating the rest of the world of your greatness, of your wisdom, of your intelligence, of your experience. So raise the level of how you see yourself, and then you're better for everybody else. Wow, that is just so amazing. And um, Patricia Knoll, who's been uh, tweeting out for us, she wrote an amazing book called Good With Me, and I know you know oh, Patricia. Oh, by the way, hi, Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I love this topic. The way you said it, the languaging you used was like nothing I've heard. It really was so perfect, Barry, so thank you for that. But that's because I'm walking my talk, and my right. language is intentional. Right. Very, very intentional. Okay, so what's a last thought you'd like to leave or a last question you'd like to leave my listeners with? Why aren't you loving yourself? 
Why aren't you good enough? Because you're all God's children. You're all good. You're all wonderful. You're all great. See yourself that way. Act that way. Be there for others. Pay it forward. Make a difference. Make an impact. And then you're a gift to the world. Oh, that was just so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me, Laura, because it is all about the questions, and I, 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 I wish I could provide a, a workshop for your audience right now, because that's how I'm feeling. Well, I think that you need to put that together, and I'll help you do it if you want. Maybe we can do something together. Okay. Do some sort of workshop and, and get something going, do a webinar together and talk about these topics. It's so critical, everybody. I really want you, you know, the whole purpose of this show is to get you thinking, to start you asking questions, but not just any question, but the right questions, like what Barry has shared with us today, because truly the right questions can change your life. And you have to ask the right questions of the right people. And that's why I bring the guests that I bring on my show is so that you begin getting a resource list of new thought processes, of new people to include in your inner circle, people to follow, people to listen to, books to read, because I am all about love and books. So thank you all for listening today. Barry, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And, and stay tuned. Who knows? We might be doing some more stuff with Barry. My pleasure. All right, everybody, if you're not asking the right questions and you're not sure um, what to ask, you can always reach out to Barry at BarryLab.com, or you can call me at uh, 772-202-2138, and let's get you asking the right questions. You've been listening to It's All About the Questions, starring Laura Stewart. Connect with Laura at itsallaboutthequestions.com and download a free workbook that will help you ask better questions starting today. 